that is still a great intro song we are back episode number 67 with the creative club podcast you're here with john marsh and on the show today we have a conversation with amelia cardillo from cardillo law and amelia is a small business lawyer she helps small business owners with all things legal whether that's leasing organizing your your leasing or terms and conditions Uh, she also has a new offer which is terms and conditions done in one day and today we're talking to Amelia specifically about content marketing and this was a really great conversation for a couple of reasons but one in particular is that as a small business lawyer Amelia has a lot of face-to-face client work so she has a lot on her plate she's also a mother and has a family and is really balancing a lot of different things at once. And we just went through what was called the 21 day marketing challenge, which as I mentioned on the previous episode, I'll be doing a recap on that entire thing. And as part of that challenge, Amelia committed to putting out three pieces of content per day. Now there was a a little caveat in that challenge in that you could use Instagram stories, which is, you know, basically a disappearing post. And Amelia did those, but she also did, I think it was three posts on the main feed effectively every day. And this is coming from some content production, but certainly not that level. And so we talk about time constraints, how she went about managing that. We also look at some of the unexpected outcomes, some of the challenges and then some of the wins as well and learnings and how Amelia is planning on using these insights going forward. So it's a great little episode and a great conversation. In the show notes, I've linked a previous episode we've done with Amelia, so you can hear more about her backstory there as well. Let's jump into the show. You're here with John Marsh, and this is the Creative Club Podcast. Today, we're talking to Amelia Cardillo. Maybe a quick overview on what you do and how you help people with your work. Yeah, sure. I haven't quite perfected my elevator pitch, but I'm getting better. So I'm a small business lawyer and I help small business owners through all the stages of their business, whether it's hiring staff, getting their client engagement process perfected, terms and conditions, leasing, commercial and retail spaces, and just everything in between. I think sometimes small business owners don't really know what's a legal question. So Mm -hmm. if I can help them in that direction, then... That's what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And how long have you been going? Four years in business now. I think September. I don't actually have a an anniversary date, but yeah, September, four years ago. It's gone really quickly. Okay. So we just recently went through kind of a content marketing and we use the word challenge, but really just like a kind of a push, you know, for certain people who are keen to jump in. Um, and you know, you watching you create and and really step up the communication around uh, around what you cover in business, and then also just general life and and sort of your whole world was really awesome. When you started to do this, or even when you think about content marketing in general, you know, because for a lot of people it's a foreign sort of thing or something that they haven't yet really stepped into. What's your um? you know, what's your goal? What was, I suppose, your desired outcome for stepping up with the marketing and sort of producing more content? Yeah, well, I think for me, it was, I wanted to have a sales campaign, 
because I know we wanted to give it some structure in the challenge. And I'd recently put together, just repackaged a service that I do, which is terms and conditions. And so I've got terms and conditions done in a day. And I hadn't really given myself a chance to promote that or speak about that offer. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the main goal was to, yeah, push myself out, out of my own comfort zone and go, okay, I've made this service. I've made this package. I need to actually tell people about it. So getting out of, yeah, getting out of my head a little bit. I think just generally engagement and just, yeah, just seeing where it went in terms of if I tried different things, how did that feel to do something a little bit different? Uh, I'd love to come back to a couple of those things in there, but first question I just had was what, when you went about doing this, because content's a, you know, it's a big word. Uh, There's a lot of different stuff out there and different types of content, I suppose. What was your strategy and how did you go about thinking about this? I guess, and particularly with the context of running the business, having clients to service face-to-face, family, uh, time constraints, these sorts of things. What was your approach to it all? Yeah, I'm terrible at batching. I think when we first got told about the challenge, we had maybe two two or three days to prepare. And I thought, I was like, okay, this is my chance to batch and I can learn how to batch and do it all. And then it just all crumbled because I, I don't know, it, it's very hard for me to do that and get all the ideas out there. So I did stick to, I wasn't strict with setting a time limit each day. But I basically just first thing when I woke up, which is probably not the right thing to do, grabbed my phone and I just kind of, yeah, if there was some ideas that I had, I would quickly write a note and Mm -hmm. basically do the caption if I had an idea. But as soon as I had a thought, I would just jump on it and write a caption down. And that would be kind of the content. I don't think I actually ever spent more than 30 minutes together all of the posts. And I think one of my biggest hesitancies in content marketing in the past was, which we all tell ourselves, we don't have time or, Mm. you know, the client work comes first. And particularly with what I do, it's, I struggled with being seen if I'm on social media, people are going to think I'm not working or I'm Mm. not, you know, focused on the client. So there was always that internal struggle Mm. that I had to kind of get over, but there wasn't a real strategy, except that I did follow my intuition a bit more and Mm. to go, okay, I have an idea. I'll just quickly jot it down. And if it takes me 10 minutes, I can spare that 10 minutes in my day to, to do a post. Um, So I think by taking that pressure off myself was the best strategy and going, I don't need to batch all the content. I don't need to come up with all of the ideas at one time. It was just, yeah, letting it happen a bit more naturally and just taking that pressure off that, yes, I'm going to get to the work that I need to do, but this was also a non-negotiable mm. in my day as well. So two things on that just quickly, that's to clarify 30 minutes because it was three pieces of content, right? So yep. that's 30 minutes for all three? Yeah, I think yep. I managed to mostly get three pieces done in 30 minutes. Yeah. And then my second question is by doing, cause I, I very much am like yourself. If I were to write a piece of content or email or something today, and then think about waking up on a Thursday in October and sending that, it would just feel really weird. Like it's like yeah. my old brain was trying to, you know, so I'm totally with you in terms of, I don't really batch things. I kind of just go off the cuff. 
do you feel that that gave it a different feel for you a different sort of connection with people or a different energy or anything like that or is there any other thing that you saw or that you see from doing it on the fly yeah I just always felt like it was like you said it it doesn't feel like me if I do it in advance it was it's very much like that was how I was feeling that day if it was if I was sharing something about my experience as a lawyer or as a mum in business that's just what had come up for me that day so it just felt um, easy to connect with people as well because if they had commented on it I was in that emotion still I feel like if I'd posted that a week later and someone had commented I would have thought oh oh yeah that's how I was feeling a week ago and it's a bit harder to yeah kind of connect with people so I mm. do like that instant um, reaction I guess as well for that and kind of like a more direct line between you and the audience right like it's yeah. It's just coming straight from what you're experiencing. Okay. So what did you find challenging? What was the hard part for you? I think waking up every day and realizing I had to do three different types of content or three, you know, unique ideas. Um, but that I slowly, that just became second nature after a few days. Um, my biggest fear was writer's block because I do everything in the moment. I thought, oh, what if I run out of ideas? Um, so I think that was, yeah, definitely challenging. And the other thing was putting myself out there more. And I have always managed to talk myself out of doing that. But when you've got three pieces of content to post each day, I almost didn't have time to question myself. Okay, this is an idea I have. I've still got two more pieces to think after this. I have to just push this one out and not think about it. So I think the volume helped me to get over that. But yeah, there was definitely resistance around showing up as myself and putting myself out there. Did you get the so-called vulnerability hangover? Like, did you get a big slump afterwards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst with the vulnerability hangovers. I literally have to put my phone down and walk away when I post something that's more personal or more about my story because I'm not comfortable with it yet. It's stretch. Were there any things that anything that you found surprisingly easy or not not a problem that you kind of thought going into it might have been a problem or might have been a challenge, but were actually pretty straightforward? I think the idea generation came about quite easily. Um, I actually had quite a few full posts prepared that I've just never posted because I've told myself I didn't have time or it, it felt, yeah, a bit more personal than I'd shared. So I think the ideas, I always thought, oh, I don't have enough ideas to be putting out content three times a day. Like that just seemed impossible to me until I did this challenge. And then I think, yeah, that actually came a bit easier than I thought. Um, yeah. It's sometimes I talk to people and I kind of sometimes think about it like, would you ever not have something to say about your business, about whatever interests you on any given day? And we've, we've always got like, we could talk for hours, right? Um, but totally, when you go to think about putting that into content, it sort of changes the perspective a little bit. Um, 
Okay, cool. Any unexpected outcomes that you didn't see coming as a result of like, I'm going to do an episode later describing exactly what was in the challenge, but as a result of basically pumping out three posts a day. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, from the personal side, the fact that I was able to put myself out there a lot more, I didn't actually set out with that intention to put more personal stories or posts um I could have easily gone down the education path which I feel very comfortable in and you know I could have given out tips three times a day on legal topics but um yeah I think that was actually unexpected that I pushed myself that much and started to get more comfortable with it and then from the business side I think just being out there a lot more you've got more chances of people just seeing you and they might not be reading every caption but they'll see your face come up in their feed and you're more top of mind so Mm. I've had people yeah reach out to me and say that they were really enjoying the content um I've had people book in for I've got a free 20 minute call so I've had people reach out there um and I've had potential referral partners kind of reach out to me as well and say hey our client bases are aligned I really like your branding and your content. It'd be great to kind of connect. So, um, yeah, it wasn't expect any of that. None of that was expected. Mm. But um, yeah, it's amazing that that can even happen in a twenty-one day period. It's such a short time frame, really. Yeah, yeah, it is incredible. I kind of think about it like being in in position. You know, like because you were showing up you're sort of in position for different opportunities and you know you never I've heard of all sorts of wild opportunities coming at people and it was like because they were there it was just front of mind for the right person at the right time and serendipity kind of led to hey do you want to do this and had they not been there it's hard to know whether they would have thought of the person you know yeah Um, it's very surprising so what's your what's your take on it going forward obviously that was a there's a fair bit of uh, volume for that period. Is it something that you're going to throw away, keep going a little bit, keep going full throttle? Like what's your take on it? Um, I don't know if I could keep up the three. I mean, I'm sure I could if I push myself. I definitely want to, my goal now is to post every day on the main, like on my main profile, because I think sometimes I convinced myself, oh, if I just do a story, you know, stories are great as well, but it's much more I'm committed if I'm showing up on the main feed every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to keep that habit going, because like you said, it's just a matter of showing up sometimes and being present and people seeing that you're there. Um, because I think a lot of what I do is behind the scenes and yes, I can have people find me in other ways, referrers and word of mouth. Um, so sometimes I think that social media is not as important for me, but I think being there and having that connection to people and showing that you're, yeah, engaging in your own little community is really important. So I do want to keep that regular posting um, on the main feed and, yeah, obviously use stories for, for things as well. But I felt like the main feed was something I was a little bit scared of before the, this because it's so much feed, more, yeah. yeah, it's like permanent. <laughs> no, it's not. So, so yeah, I definitely think that's the plan going forward is to just, yeah, keep showing up every day. Last question. And this wasn't 
something I was planning on asking, but you know, your work is in, in legal services and you showed up and you started to also talk more about personal story, getting into business, uh, the challenges in business, successes in business, these types of things. I know you also do some work with Gen Collective and possibly other groups as well. Having spoken out more about different topics and kind of just generally being there more, do you think that you will, I guess it's two sides of the question, has it opened up any opportunities where you're thinking I might actually speak on like say small business or entrepreneurship or these broader topics more? Um, if you have any thoughts on that and actually maybe just that, like what's, what's your thought on, you know, the whole, like, do I stay really narrow mm. in, in law? Cause I think some people get concerned about that, right? Like if I'm a, if I'm a specialist in one area, should I really be talking about these other things? What's your take on that based on what you've experienced and how will that influence what you're going to be speaking about going forward, if at all? Yeah, it's a really good question. And it has been something that I've thought about a lot because I've started my business not as wanting to be a lawyer, just doing my own thing. I actually was really attracted to the business side of it and running my own business and doing marketing and pushing myself in those ways. So I have this real dilemma within myself that the lawyer versus the business owner and I had previously kind of not really spoken about that side of me, the business owner part, but I do think it's actually more interesting than just the legal part because that's the way that I relate to business owners. And when I'm talking to them, I'll say, oh, this is what I've done in my business from the legal side or, you know, this is what I've learned. Um, and I think it's a really great way to connect with other business owners because I know I'm so interested in just how other people started their business and what mm. makes them tick that I think that that's kind of, yeah, I have enjoyed that part of it, kind of speaking more about that. So I definitely think that's something I would like to continue forward because it's not, yeah, I never wanted to just be a lawyer sitting in an office typing documents all day. You know, you can go and get a job and do that. It was more the business side that really attracted me. Yeah. Yeah. I can sense that coming through. I think that's really cool. Uh, I think about that in my own journey. I, you know, for years talked about training and, and exercise, owning the gym, this kind of stuff. And then what happened was the values aligned with gym owners down the line. And so it was talking about the thing over here actually led to the thing over there. And it's kind of like, you could, you know, you could have a small business podcast or you could talk on small business and eight out of 10 of them at some point are going to need legal assistance. So there's a natural carryover, but it, it's interesting to, to play with that. I think it's, um, yeah, I sense that coming through and I, I did, I did really like that over the 21 days to see, uh, I guess more of you coming out and, and different stuff was pretty awesome. Yeah. I think it was a good chance for me to push myself and and, and realize that that is something that I'm interested in and people are interested in as well. So totally. Yeah. Any tips, final words for anyone who's in a professional service or on the fence with content, or they may be sort of mailing it in, you know, like doing one thing a month or something like that, but not really, not really doing it. Is there anything you'd share with them? Yeah, I think we all need to stop telling ourselves we don't have time <laughs> if we are 
in professional services because if you set yourself a limit and just make it, I'm going to post something today, um, then you'll come up with an idea. And it doesn't have to be a really long post. It, I think there was a couple where I just, you know, took a photo of my notes app of what I was doing. So mm. I think if you just make it part of your day and don't, I mean, it's, it's easy to say now, but you don't, don't second guess yourself too much with these things. Yeah. And just, um, yeah, see how you go. Well, that's it uh, for me. Thank you so much for your time. And yeah, I'll link the other one into below this one so that people can see your full story as well. This is the second time for coming on to the podcast. So I really appreciate that. And uh, we look forward to seeing it continue as well. I'm really excited to see what happens. Thanks, John.